the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to connect to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio Show, where we dive into God's Word and Kingdom topics. Best things we do is give to the needy around us. We are giving to people who are needing groceries and gas to get to work. And as a partner, a percentage of that is going towards people who need it right around us. Thanks for your partnership. Stay tuned for today's Kingdom Topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom. My name is Olivia Barrett, and I love being here. Like, at this time frame with you, it's such a good time to just talk about what happened in the kingdom here recently. And I'm loving um, the feedback, the conversations, the things that are coming from the radio show. I mean, what a blessing. So I want to just really thank the people who came and contributed and were a part of our recent telethon. We actually did a telethon in the Facebook group for Let's Talk Kingdom, and it was so great. Like, I just really enjoyed, you know, watching people interact, um, and then just really people give amazing testimony about the goodness and wonders of God, and, you know, that is what I think intrigues me sometimes the most about, you know, what I'm doing in our Facebook group and what is happening here in the show is, You know, it's creating the conversations to talk about the things that God is doing, that God has done, the things that, you know, really create wonder in our lives. And it started me on this thought, and I wanted to share this with you guys, just what it means to be connected, you know, to the goodness and wonders of God, because I really believe that all of us are experiencing something from God in our lives that demonstrates his goodness, that demonstrates like a moment where there's no, no no other explanation. There's no other way that could have happened unless it was from God. And, you know, it creates this place inside of us where we remember, you know, we remember what it was that God did. We remember this thing that he, you know, created or this thing that, Um, He made happen. And I just, I think about that. And, you know, I was just loving these testimonies at the telethon. And I mean, they're still pouring into me. I think that's uh, something I didn't anticipate was that I am still um, in those moments of some of those stories, some of those testimonies. And, you know, I mean, people talked about being healed by God, you know, They talked about, you know, moments of real, like they felt dead inside and they've come to life in something, you know, Uh, I mean, there were, you know, people over and over talking about identity, you know, how they had believed something, you know, about themselves that was not true. And, And God just swooped in and changed that thought or showed them who they actually were. And it, it spun everything on its head, you know, it's like, it's sticking with me. And I 
I, I mean, I've always loved, you know, hearing how God interacts with others, you know, how God, you know, moves and generates things that we can't do on our own. Like it's, I don't know, like it, it does, it creates this wonder in me. But, you know, something I've realized is that it's one of the only things I can personally remember, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, you know, I was laughing, thinking about, you know, what are the things that, you know, if they were to leave an impression on me, what are the things that I remember? I mean, when it comes to pain, you know, we don't really remember the feeling of the pain. You know, we might remember the experience of the pain. You know, like I can get a headache and I recognize as it's coming on, oh, that's a familiar pain. Like that's a familiar feeling. Oh, yes. But if you were to, you know, ask me in between headaches, hey, you know, what does a headache feel like? I don't know if I could describe it to you. <laughs> I mean, the reason why I was laughing about it is because I look at my own kids, you know, like they'll fall down. <laughs> I mean, it's like a huge crash. And then not only do they get right back up, they don't even remember what it felt like to fall. I'll ask them a little bit later and, and I'm like, does it hurt? No. And they're like... I'm like, okay, well, you know, do you remember anything about it? Well, no, I was just running and I did this and, and th but they don't talk about the pain. They talk about the experience. So I was thinking more about, you know, how funny this is. Like, you know, in my own life, um, you know, this will be funny. Hopefully, you know, you stay as a listener after you hear, you know, but, um, you know, getting tattoos and stuff, it was like, Oh my goodness, that's the worst pain ever. And it burns so bad. And, you know, after it's over, it's still burning and it's throbbing by this point, you know, but 30 minutes at, at your house and, you know, you've taken off all the coverings and the things to protect it and it starts healing. I mean, even that fast, you kind of forget and are like, hi. I could go do that again. Like, look how pretty that was. Maybe I could play in my next one. And I mean, I know that's a funny topic. Not everybody has a tattoo, but it's one that kind of came to mind for me. But, you know, thinking about even like having kids. I mean, we have five kids. And, you know, after, you know, after your first, um, we, I mean, I had C-section, but still the pain and the journey you go through to heal, it's tremendous. <laughs> like, it's it's really challenging, you know, but do I remember what that feels like? No, <laughs> you know, and, and I think about that even, you know, does it prevent us from having more children? You know, the pain of something Well, no, because we forget, we forget the pain. So that means that that actually that feeling of pain doesn't stick. You know, I mean, I think about other things we forget and how, how relative it is. Like, you know, I'm talking to my husband about something that he ate two days ago and he doesn't even remember. <laughs> I mean, unless there's, you know, leftovers in the house to spark his memory, he doesn't remember what he ate two days ago. I mean, he doesn't even remember what, you know, we talked about last week unless I bring it up, right? I mean, this is just how it goes. Like, there are things in our life that in the moment we're in those places, but we just forget them. Our body forgets them. Our mind forgets. You know, you forget the feeling of something, maybe even the moment, but, you know, when it comes to the experience, you know, the experience is what sticks with you. Um, but I will say, and just to give props to my husband in this, our our like roles are a little reversed around this one. Um, I actually can remember our anniversary date 
but I never remember how long we've been married. <laughs> like I just don't do the math. And so in that split moment, I'm like, how long have we been married? You know, and he'll tell me because I don't know that. So it's very funny. I really can never remember. So there we go. Props to Todd. But I mean, it's just funny to me. Like I was going through this thought in my mind, like what it means to live in the goodness and wonders of God and how that creates kingdom moments. Like it creates these places that you can't describe anything other than a moment with God. Like you're having this moment where God is showing himself to you, a way that he believes you should live or you know, a way that he wants to bless you or a way that he is bringing a miracle or a breakthrough, you know, maybe even something we didn't even know we needed. And I've been thinking about this. Like, I mean, it's got, it's come from the telethon, but it's this place of, you know, the testimony of God's goodness and how it creates this place of wonder. You know, like there are things that God has done for me that he could just barely remind me. And all of a sudden I am in that moment with him again. You know, I know you have this too. Like, you know, where you are like, whoa, yes, God, I remember that time with you. I remember that moment. I remember when you said that. I remember when you did that one thing for me that I didn't think could happen. You know, the reason why is because, you know, the other things in our life that we don't have space to remember, (laughs) Because we don't. I don't know why that is. Um, Really smart people could probably come on here and tell us. But, um, you know, super science people. But what it means to live in a place of, huh, I am actually designed to remember the wonder of God. Like, I think that's true. You know, for going back to how my husband and I remember things, I mean, obviously it's, you know, remember here, forget there, you know, whatever it is for one, you know, either one of us, you know, when I'm thinking about conversations with Todd, he may not remember the shirt he wore yesterday. And where is it again? Right? He may not remember the food he had just two days ago. But as soon as we start talking about something that God did, like on a unique level, And it was a place of goodness, a place of wonder, like it deposited in him. He can go back to that moment immediately. Like, you know, so we can't remember what, what we ate, you know, two days ago. Like, you know, maybe we don't remember what it's like standing in line the day before so that, you know, we're not frustrated the next day. I mean, we don't remember, you know, we don't remember those kind of things, but Todd and I can start talking about, you know, the moment that he forgave somebody that did not deserve forgiveness. Like it was a really big one. Um, He could go to that moment immediately. And it's because God intersected um, this place of, you know, revenge and justice. And, and, and he did it his way. You know, God saying, "I, I want you to forgive this person. I want you to do it my way. And when Todd forgave that person that didn't deserve forgiveness, you know, What it did in Todd was released him. Like you could see how different he was. Like he was released from things that he thought he needed to do or have or hold. And, um, and they weren't his to carry anymore. And man, you know, that was what, I mean, maybe 20 years ago when that moment happened for him and, 
uh, he, he can really say now, wow, I could go back to that moment in a second. He can remember something around God's goodness, around a place of wonder, because I really think that it may be one of the only things we can remember. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know all the science behind that. And again, that kind of stuff is super interesting to me. But I just think that if we're made with deposits inside of us, you know, like that's how things work. Like we can remember, you know, God intersecting us somewhere. Like we can remember, you know, he spoke a word and then no longer were you in that thought pattern. You know, you heard a scripture and it completely answered why he was doing something the way he was doing it. You know, I mean, there's these moments that you have with God that are so unique for you that we have space inside to remember that. So, you know, one thing I'm thinking about, like, you know, as we keep moving forward with, you know, Let's Talk Kingdom Radio and then all the things that God is wanting to do, you know, around testimony and around story and around, you know, a blessed place of where, hey, what if we were kingdom people that talked about the goodness and wonder of God, like how it could transform, like, because it's what we remember, you know, we can go back to decades ago when God transformed us, you know, the first moment we felt peace, which I know I talk about that one a lot, you know, maybe it's the moment of when he rescued your marriage and you can remember the moment that he did it. You can remember the turning point. You can remember how he answered you precisely for something you were asking. And it happened on its own because you were asking God and you can remember that. And God takes you to that moment of that was the wonder of God. And and we have that deposit inside. And then as it comes out, it's this place of recognizing, oh, my gosh, like, I am living in a kingdom moment. I am living in this place where I am connected to the goodness and wonder of God and how it is representing how he treated me or how he rescued me or how he completely took me from one situation and plopped me in the right one. I mean, over and over him doing this. And so, you know, here I am, you know, celebrating the telethon, celebrating the people that were in it, that were, you know, that heard it, that contributed. I mean, oh my goodness, thank you so much for the investors, you know, for people who prayed. I mean, it was just such an exciting time. But to really be thinking that what is lingering is the fact that testimony is coming from the goodness of wonders of God. And it's connecting us to these blessings that he really wants to give his people. So I just wanted to leave you with. Okay, so I wanted just to take this a little bit further because I really think there's a blessing for us when it comes to being kingdom people where we are recognizing the goodness and wonder that is in our lives. I mean, I love it so much. Like I can listen to people just talk. I mean, talk about something that God did for them. You know, the way that he is changing who they are on the inside or, you know, what he did for them tangibly, you know, or how he's opening up doors for them and they just keep walking through. I mean, these types of stories are, I don't know, like I get, I get feast on them. Like I just, I want to like eat them up. I just love them. And You know, I think that 
this is where I want to remind us, like we can be in this place with God all the time. You know, there really are moments where we just take it in. You know, we've been with him and it's just been wow because he knows us maybe so personally and you're with him and and you're just connected and you feel you know cared for or known in something but you know one thing that is so amazing about testimony is that it takes us further in the wonder because now somebody else is saying something about God, something that you didn't know or something that you've only been hoping to experience. And so, you know, I think about that. Like I think about the power of testimony and what it means that our words would carry the goodness of God so that others can experience him maybe where they haven't. You know, I was thinking back a little bit to the telethon and um, a lady that talked about being healed and it still, I mean, it still sticks with me because I haven't experienced the healing that she did, but wow, I'm sitting here going, I, I really believe he could do that. <laughs> like, like I believe he could do that. I mean, I bet he was so excited to do that and I could see like this picture of him, you know, just caring for her and loving her and then jumping up and down and celebrating her as she was being healed. You know, it's these places where testimony takes us further in the wonder, you know, maybe something that you haven't experienced. So <laughs> here we go. I want to take us a little bit further because I'm recognizing that God is wanting to use something in my life as a testimony to share with you guys. And it's interesting because it was a really hard, I mean, handful of years. It really was. But let me give you the scenario and then I'll, I'll read you this amazing scripture. But, um, you know, God had me praying for people. They were people that I really cared about. Um, but he was having me pray for things that were not simple. I mean, they were, they were incredibly counterintuitive. Um, you know, some of this stuff was very revealing. Now I can't remember the details of it. And I just thank God for that because I was in the moment with him. I would pray and then I would hand back to him anything that felt heavy or that I didn't understand. But I want you to know, like in those years in the process of praying, what was happening in me was this place of trusting God's voice. Like I was able to recognize his goodness, even in the middle of something he was asking me to pray about that would, that would need his grace. You know, these people um, in a spot where they were needing grace in their lives and they didn't know it yet. And, you know, God using these prayers and, and I'm watching the Holy Spirit move, you know, these people that I will, <laughs> that, that we're starting to recognize God moving in this area. And um, when things were kind of coming to a reveal, um, like a tangible reveal as God was still using my prayers and asking me to pray, um, I would sense myself just choosing to stay there, like stay there, you know, where I was hearing him and, and how I was learning um, more about his voice and his care for people and how, you know, he truly wants people uh, to be wholehearted. I mean, he wants that so badly. And that's the kind of thing I was hearing from him. Even as I was hearing from him, you know, the things that didn't look like him, <laughs> the things I was needing to pray um, and sometimes pray against. Right. And, you know, I was in those places. But let me tell you, 
I was feeling the heat. And you know, it's interesting because I wasn't vocal about the things I was praying. Um, but I was definitely in those moments, like in those special places with God. And I would, you know, feel the heat coming. I could, you know, feel like the water was up to my chin. And <laughs> I want you to know I was on a retreat. And I mean, I can see where I was sitting on the bed and even my walk, um, actually on this driveway it was a fall day i mean i can see it all in my head uh, because it was just such a special moment but god gave me a verse right at the moment where it felt that things were the most intense um, around this time frame and i want to read this to you because it's such a blessing but i'm in isaiah 43 and it says for i have redeemed thee i have called thee by name thou art mine when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. And of course, then God claiming who he is at that point after that, I am, you know, the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, the Savior. And then he goes through all these other things that he did uh, for Israel's sake, like the way that he loved that people. And um, it was, wow. I mean, I, I think I was probably in tears. Like you could probably say that, but it was really a moment of saying, okay, God, like, you know what I'm facing. Like, you know that even, even in this place of where I'm praying for others, there was a a sense of, hey, I'm actually catching um, some heat from this. You know, there were things against me. I was going through trials. There were, um, you know, what it felt like sometimes people staring and against you and judging you and you're laughing. I mean, not all the time in their faces, but you're laughing because you're recognizing this is just um, God doing his thing. And there are there's resistance around the things that I'm praying. And I remember just going, God, I need you like I need you to confirm where I am and to, to promise me something like as I pray for the people you've asked me to pray for that I will not burn up in the fire that's here. Like I, I need that. Um, uh, when I read this, when he gave this to me and I read this, it was such a personal moment of worship. Like I was really just experiencing his goodness. He knew me. Like he knew me, he knew uh, the prayers I was praying, he knew the things that were happening around me, and he knew that I needed a promise from him, like something that I could walk around with and hold in my hand. Like, I mean, I had this scripture on a piece of paper and I would hold it like during worship, I would hold it and remember it and, and claim it, you know, and say, you know, hey, listen, those waters may be feeling like they're up to my neck, but he says that I will not be overflowed by them. Like they will not overcome me and that the fire, like I will not be burned. And so I wanted to bring this up because, you know, it really matters that as kingdom people, we are recognizing this is true. Like we are recognizing in a moment of, hey, it it's weird right now. Like I'm doing something that God has asked me to do, but there's a fire around me or the waters are a little up to my chin. And I just really claim right now that, that God's goodness wins like his goodness and his wonder. I mean, believe me, 
I was so blown away of the timing of this scripture. It really put me into a place of wonder with him. You know, just like that shock and awe of going, he really did it. Like, not only did he give me prayers to pray and he started exposing things in people and then they were, you know, tangibly um, in places that God was saying, I am ready to heal you and restore you. Then I actually wasn't burned um, as these people were coming into places of grace, you know, coming into places of needing God and needing him to restore. And here it was. It was absolutely true. Like that scripture was so true of what I was going through. And then the promise on me that I would not be burned or I would not be overcome by the water. <laughs> I mean, he did it. He did it. And he made sure that I knew it. And I thought that was pretty great of him, that he would take the time to let me know, I know what it is you're doing. I see where you are. And I promise you something, that what you're doing is not going to overcome you. Like, it's just not. You keep praying and you let me move on those people's behalf. And I did. And there we are. And so I am just speaking this over you and claiming this kind of blessing that God would keep meeting you exactly where you are and we would see his goodness and wonder. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We want you connected to kingdom topics that move and shape your week. To invite you to become a financial partner of Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. With you, we are able to move into new cities. We're able to expand into different kinds of media. As a partner, a percentage of that is going towards people who need it right around us. So please consider becoming a financial partner. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom. What a joy to talk about risking on God's voice and the power that you have inside. You are welcome to come and visit us on our website at ltkradio.com. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.